Accelerate Service 2016 promises to be an inspiring, engaging, and educational two-day conference focused on and dedicated to five-star customer service. In addition to the amazing content you will receive over the two-day event, you will also be contributing to a larger vision of raising funds for Three Square Food Bank, a subsidiary of Feeding America, who serves food insecure residents in Southern Nevada. Make sure to check out Accelerate2016.com. That is Excel with two L's, Accelerate2016.com. Welcome to episode 153 of Crack the Customer Code. I'm Jeannie Walters, and I'm here with the Grand Marshal of our customer service parade today, Adam Taporek. Adam, how does it feel to be in that convertible leading us all today? <laughs> you know, I thought I was going to be on top of one of the floats, so I am oh. actually a little peeved. Well, I, you know, I, the budget doesn't allow for floats anymore. So. <laughs> is that what it is? That's what it is. <laughs> just, just, just some jugglers and a convertible. Yes, yes. <laughs> And the uh, the Shriners on their magic carpets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so we have we have a fun topic today. I think it's not fun actually. It's kind of frustrating, but that's why it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun for me because this is right in my wheelhouse, so I'm digging it. So Jeannie, tell us how frustrated you are. <laughs> well, I was wondering, what do you think happens when great technology is introduced? to the customer experience, especially for retail or service. And, but the front line, the people, the very people who have to use that technology with customers, they aren't trained for it. And this happens more than we would like it to. I know exactly what happens when that happens. <laughs> what happens? Hashtag genie rant. <laughs> well, yes, that's true. We haven't had a genie rant in a while. <laughs> Blog fodder. <laughs> Well, you know, what got me thinking about this is actually a good example. Um, I was participating in the Mobile Connect conference a few weeks ago here in Chicago, and one of the speakers was talking about how Walmart rolled out this massive undertaking of improving their app with Walmart Pay, which is basically, you know, removing the part of the checkout experience where you have to pull out your wallet. And it was a massive rollout, obviously. They're... As he liked to say, he's like, I greet you as a Fortune One company. <laughs> so <laughs> they have as many stores as anybody. And that means they have more cashiers and everybody else. And they were going down this process of designing this technology when they thought, you know, we should probably bring in some people who actually have to use this. So during testing, they brought in frontline employees. And so that included the very cashiers who would be using this. And it was eye-opening to them because what they realized was it was so seamless that the cashiers were actually asking really good questions about things like, well, how do I know when it's done? <laughs> and they said that would have never occurred to them to as like a problem. And so what they did was they just changed the color of a button when something was done. The color changed. So the cashier knew then to acknowledge that for the customer and say, okay, we're all set. Um they had other issues like that that were really simple to fix, but they were able to do it before the rollout. And then once the rollout happened, they spent a lot of time and energy on how do we train people to get really comfortable with this because they had heard feedback that when point of sale technology had changed in the past, basically people were grabbed for five minutes 
and told, okay, this is the new technology. Get to know it. It's going to launch tomorrow. <laughs> so good luck. <laughs> and then customers were getting frustrated because people didn't know how to use the technology. And it just, it's, you know, it's one thing after another. It's a snowball effect. Well, that's all, that is the number one issue with all technology rollouts is mm -hmm. it's just dropped in <laughs> the front lines yeah. laps and they have to adapt and survive. And often they do not. Right. So, right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is a topic close to my heart. I actually wrote a blog post. I think the title was uh, Six Steps for Rolling Out New Technology to Frontline Staff. There you go. Yeah, I wrote that a couple of years ago. And, you know, number six was get feedback from the front lines. You just yeah. don't know what's going to go wrong until you put it in their hands and they go, oh, wow, guess what? We don't know if it's done or not. You're just going to mm -hmm. sit here with this customer for the rest of my shift, and then right. I'm going to pass it off to Jenny. Right. So they change the button color, and that's what, the first thing is they help you simplify it. Right. That's right. exactly right. I mean, they help you simplify it, and they help you understand that it's not what the technology does for the company. It's what the technology does for the customer. Mm -hmm. And their job is to sort of do that, be the middleman, so to speak, or middle person mm -hmm. between the customer and the back end. And if you can get their opinions up front, and that was very smart of Walmart to do mm -hmm. in this case, you know, they can tell you all kinds of things. Uh, the next problem is, so that's the one thing. So if you don't do that, you're in a hole already because you're going to be rolling out technology that is already ticking them off, that they don't like, that they don't think is good. Right, right. And then training them, or in the case, as we just said, not training them yep. <laughs> on how to use it. And so you've got a sort of two-step process, but the second step is highly, the success of the second step is highly dependent on whether you do that first step mm -hmm. or not. Well, and I think you bring up a really good point because people don't like change. And so when whenever you roll something out like this, you're going to have a contingent who's like, oh, no, here we go again. You know, we're we're getting some sort of technology. The old stuff worked fine and they're going to be bitter about it before they even see it. And so training them for five minutes on something that they're not buying into from the beginning is a recipe for disaster, because then the minute something goes wrong, they feel justified and they're doing that in front of the customer. So they're saying, oh, well, I told them this technology wasn't going to work. And, oh, here we go. I can't do this for you because it's a new system. And, I mean, we've all been customers in those situations where you're standing there and somebody's staring at a screen in front of you and, like, holding your credit card <laughs> and saying, uh, yeah, this is new, so give me a minute. And it's like, that really shouldn't be on the customer but it ends up on the customer because somebody wasn't trained well, somebody wasn't aligned with why they were doing this, all of those things. And another example that I witnessed several years ago was when it was a delivery company and they moved from a paper system for their drivers to like a handheld device. And the resistance was incredible because these guys had been doing this for 20 years in their trucks. They had filled out those papers for 20 years the same way. And so all of a sudden they were told, here's this little handheld machine that you have to learn. And if you don't get it right, like lots can go wrong, like your pay can go down. So what they realized was there was so much resistance, they had to approach it a new way. And so they brought in the guys from different regions who had bought in 
who were advocates, who were early adopters, and said, what do you like? What do you not like? What can we share? And they had them train the other guys. And it worked beautifully because then they were able to say, I know, I'm a driver too. I totally get it. Because too much of this stuff comes down from on high in a mandate. And, you know, somebody says, the CTO says, we've got to use this now. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't work. (laughs) So human beings are nuanced and complex, and you need to address their emotional side as well as their rational side. And that's what I liked about the early training as well, is that it connects with these people emotionally about why they're doing it and gives them a chance to give feedback, which we all know, who doesn't love feedback? Well, Jeannie loves feedback, that's for sure. I love feedback. Well, and, you know, two things that you said. One, you're talking about the truck drivers and how they train the other truck drivers. And for Walmart, I don't know if they did this. You can tell me if they mentioned this in the speech. But one of the things I would have done if I was Walmart is taken that group that had tested and helped refine it and get testimonials from them for the rollout. To, I don't know if they did that. But that's to, a really good point. Yeah, I mean, but it's hard, that's hard to do if you're a you know twenty people corporation. But if you're a Walmart, if you're a big company, and you're doing this large scale project with a huge beta test and the, all this testing, you can use that feedback to help sell mm-hmm. the front lines on it. Mm-hmm. And then you were talking about the register, and that was really interesting. You know that frustrated feeling because when you talk about, you know, we're talking about sort of the internal side. Let's talk about how it affects the customers. So as you know, we just launched our course uh, two weeks ago, our first online training course, and it's based on the seven service triggers. And service trigger number four is actually being faced with incompetence. And yeah. we, we did, uh, we surveyed a thousand consumers. We did consumer research on this uh, for the course. And guess what? The number two trigger that people experienced most commonly was being faced with incompetence, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Just I sli- believe it. Just slightly after being ignored. So when you talk about how important this is and how prevalent and frequent this happens, you can see it right there and you can understand that following this process, making sure, one, the technology is going to work for the front lines and be a benefit to their life and to their customer's experience, and then, two, giving them the training to be effective with it is, you know, it's a, it's a huge sort of one-two punch that mm-hmm. can really make for a successful launch and a successful new customer experience. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that we also have to keep in mind that when we're we're faced with incompetence because somebody isn't trained well, that is stress all around for everybody. That's stress for the employee, that's stress for the customer, that's stress for the managers in those situations who have to run around and try to calm everybody down. <laughs> um, it's it's just it's going to lead to something that none of us want. So if you're not considering this frontline training as part of your rollout process, then you're missing a huge component. And I would say that, you know, not just the training after the rollout or during the rollout, but actually before getting that important feedback. And to your point, having them share in their own words and their voices why this works. Why is it a better system for the people involved? That can go a long, long way. So connect those dots and then it'll be a much more successful rollout. Right. And present it just like you're saying to the front lines as what's in it for them. Yep. How it exactly. makes their lives easier. Yep. yep. And I would also underscore too, like how it's going to improve the customer experience because your best frontline employees care about that. And so they're going to be excited that they can do something faster for customers. They're going to be excited that they're going to be offering something better for customers. Tie that all together for them 
put a big red bow on it and make sure that they <laughs> are part of it because otherwise it comes down as an order from on high and people are more likely to resist that. Well, on that excellent note, I'm going to put a bow on this episode. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed episode 153 of Crack the Customer Code. A big thanks to our sponsor, the Accelerate Service 2016 Conference. Accelerate Service 2016 promises to be an inspiring, engaging, and educational two-day event focused on five-star customer service. To learn more, go to Accelerate2016.com. That's Excel the rate 2016.com don't forget to subscribe check out all our episodes and send genie feedback at crackthecustomercode.com i am genie walters and i do love that feedback <laughs> stay current on the latest customer experience trends and insights and see my tedx talk at 360connects.com and thank you to audible.com for sponsoring this episode get your own audiobook and free 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash customer code and I'm Adam Deport. You can connect with me and find out more about our customer service workshops and our new online training at customersatsick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.